This true story is from Luke chapter 12. One day, Jesus was talking to the crowds when a man interrupted him. Teacher, tell my brother to divide with me the inheritance our father has left us. This man wanted the share of the money his father had given him and his brother when he died. Jesus replied, who made me a judge over you to decide such things as that? Watch out. Guard against every kind of greed. Life is not measured by how much you own. Then Jesus told the people this parable. A rich man had a farm that produced fine crops. Every spring, the rich man's workers planted seed in the good soil. And every autumn, the rich man's workers harvest fantastic crops. One year, the man collected his his harvest just as we're going to do now. We need you to help us and provide the man's harvest. You'll see in a moment what we want you to do. Basically, we want you to put it in our wheelbarrows. Okay, ready, set. Oh, you're going that way. Okay, ready, steady, go. Any harvest donations could come into the wheelbarrow. That would be lovely. Collect my harvest. Yeah, brilliant. You can put the bags in. Anything that's to come in, that would be great. Thank you. Thanks. Brilliant. Thank you. Am I allowed to come back? That's it. Any harvest in the wheelbarrow. Right, here we go. Just put the bag in if you like. That's it. Yeah, anything else? That's it. Thank you. Anything else? Yeah, brilliant. Thank you. Oh, brilliant. Anything marvellous? Oh, yeah, oh, great. Okay, thank you. Yeah, great. Collect my Maybe. Thank you. Okay, shall we come? We've got to put some. Yeah, hang on. Right, great. Hang on. Hello. Hang on. Thank you. I might come back in a minute. Hang on. Supposed to try and turn round. No, not the right. I'm going to come back. Hang on. Reversing. Reversing. Oh, in the wheelbarrow there. So. Gonna, I've got to go back in a minute. Whoa. That's it. Okay. So we're going to put it in the barns. Hang yeah, on, I'll be back. Right, we're going to put it. We're going to put it in the barns. Wow. Put it in the yeah, barns. Good. Let's get it good. in the barns. Hang on, more. Yeah. It's more. Good. It's coming. Oh my. Um, Hang on. Hang on. Thanks. Um. Yeah, good I think hard. the barn's getting a bit full. I think. Put it in the barn. Hang on, in the barn. It's getting a bit full there, isn't it? Goes in the barn. No, okay. You're going back for more. Oh, I need to go. Ooh. We need to go back for more. Right, any more? That's it. Great, thank you. Great, brilliant, Blimey. thank yes, you. Okay. Keep it coming. Stick Keep it in it here. Marvellous. This is a bountiful harvest. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Thank uh-huh. you. Thank you. Right, I'm just going to go again there and see if I can pick up any more. Brilliant, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, sir. Marvellous. Even more okay. than anticipated. I know. Fantastic. Thank you. Right, I'm going to have to go backwards. Okay, hang on. Did you help, James? Very. I can't yes. turn it around, it's too heavy. Right, let's go <laughs> this way. Any more? That's it. Ooh. I think your Brilliant. barns. I think we're done. Well, hang on. We're not done. Hang on. Yes, <laughs> Any more ah. for any more? Oh, goodness. I think I might, I might leave some in the... Um... We need, like, manual handling training. Anyway, any more? Yeah, well, that's true. You're my worker. Just remember, knees oh, not the back. Knees oh. not the back. OK. I think Thanks. I'm going to leave this in the wheelbarrow. Any more? Right. No, we're done. I yeah, think I'm going to leave yeah. some in. Maybe leave that in the wheelbarrow. I'm going to turn around in the wheelbarrow, yeah. yeah. Leave it, it in the wheelbarrow. The wheelbarrow 
Oh, hey, sorry, thank you. I'm pleased with my harvest. Hang on. Hmm. I just gripped somewhere. The you know. was enormous. Was there. Hang on. Oh, hang on. It was. Um, what now? <laughs> oh, so the rich man thought to himself... What shall I do? <laughs> I've got no place to store my crops. I know what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger barns. Yes. 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 Not sure your bigger barns are big enough. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Yes. yes. I think we're going to need considerably bigger barns. Mm. Anyway. So then I will have all the space I need to store all my grain and all my other goods. Yes. Keep them going, keep them going. Keeping filling. <laughs> and then I will say to myself, oh, you have plenty of what you need for many years. And now I can take life easy. Ah, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to the rich man, you fool, you will die this very night. Then who will get all these things that you have kept for yourself? Then Jesus said, This is how it is with those who pile up things for themselves, but are not rich towards God. Brill, good morning everyone. Welcome to St. Mary's. Isn't it a joy to meet all together in the same space uh, this morning? Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Alex. I'm the Assistant Minister here for Youth and Families, and uh, I hope you feel welcome, particularly if you're here visiting or for the first time. Um, in a bit, we're going to have a think about that uh, true Bible story that we just had acted out before us. Um, and actually, it would help if you could grab your Bibles in your pews. Uh, it's on page 1045. And throughout the service, I'm going to hold up this stick, which is our Bible binoculars. If you ever see this, uh, uh, our Bible binoculars, um, have a look down at the passage, because it's something that we need to see from what God is saying. Um, those of us that are more confident readers, uh, maybe help out those who struggle a bit more. In other words, kids, if your parents aren't paying attention... Make sure they're reading. Brill. So remember that, we'll come back to it. Um, so make sure you have that open in front of you on page 1045. But before we open up and think about what God is saying to us in the Bible this morning, why don't I lead us in prayer first and ask him to help us understand. So let's bow our heads and pray. Dear God, thank you that you speak to us and you tell us what life is about, please help us to understand this morning from your word. Amen. Amen. I've got a bit of a quiz to start us off this morning. In a moment, there'll be a picture on the screen, um, and I want you to have five, maybe ten seconds with the people around you. Uh, what would you shout out to the person in this situation? Great, let's have our first picture on the screen. Five, ten seconds, person next to you. Okay, that's long enough, that's long enough. In, I'm going to count down from three, and when I count down, I want you all to shout out what you came up with. So three, two, one. 
A bit of a mixture, a bit of a mixture. Okay, I want you to imagine next, for the next one, your friend, you're at the beach, you're having a great day out. Your friend, they're out in the sea, they're enjoying the sun and the waves. Um, but then you spot this. Have a chat, five, ten seconds to the people around you. What are you going to shout out to your friend who's out swimming? Great, that's long enough. I'm going to count us down again. Three, two, one. That was, that was more the same thing. Okay. This time, you're with your friend uh, who normally carries an EpiPen with them, and they're super hungry, and they reach for a chocolate bar, and as they're undoing the wrapper, you see this on the back. Have a chat to your neighbor. What might you shout out to them? Okay, that's plenty long enough. Let's count down again. Three, two, one. Bit more mixed, bit more mixed. But do you see, in every situation, there's some sort of danger that someone's not aware of. They don't know that it's there. And if we're a good friend, if, we're, if we care about the person, we shout out, don't we? We shout out to warn them. Well... In the story that we had acted out for us, did you notice how it began with a bit of a family argument? A man, he comes to Jesus, he wants to, Jesus to sort out what's going on between them. But Jesus sees this man and he sees a danger that's more urgent. So, Bible binoculars time. Have a look down at verse 15. Have a chat with your neighbor. What does Jesus say in verse 15 to the man? Okay, what, is the ma- uh, what does Jesus say to the man and the crowd around? Watch out. watch out, watch out. It's the same sort of thing as we'd have said in those situations. Watch out, he says. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Now, greed is probably a word that we, uh, we throw around, but we might not all uh, understand it the same way that God understands it in the Bible. Greed, it's that sense that I need more than I have at the moment. And the danger with greed is that it's sneaky. Greed is sneaky because often we don't realize when we're greedy. So often we sort of think, I deserve this. I need it. I've earned it. That's what greed's like. It's sneaky. Um, I don't know about you, but even hearing that, I don't necessarily think that I myself am greedy. Um, I was once in a sermon uh, where someone gave this great illustration, and so it's not an Alex Hurdle original, but in the sermon, they encouraged us to take out our wallets or, you know, contactless payment devices, take it out, give it to our neighbor. So, Joe, take hold of that. Everyone had swapped in, in the service, and... Then the preacher said, right, we're going to take a collection. (laughs) See, I don't think I'm greedy until that happens. And my heart's in my mouth. Suddenly I realize, whoa, okay. (laughs) 
Um, and that's the problem. Joe, hold on to that. Thank you. I'll grab it later. Um, and that's the problem with this man in the parable that Jesus told. There's nothing in there. Don't worry. <laughs> um, that's the problem with the man in the story that Jesus told, wasn't it? This man, he had all this stuff. But the problem is, he's greedy. He's a man who hasn't watched out for greed. And what was the verdict at the end of that parable? What did God have to say about this man's life? You fool. You fool. While the man was alive, you can imagine his neighbors seeing what's going on, seeing him send out his workers into the fields. You know, poor Caroline and Leanne, they were worked hard, weren't they? Um, sending them out, uh, seeing the first barns go up, then seeing the builders arrive for the, the new barns and thinking, how on earth have you got planning permission for that? Um, you just imagine them seeing this guy taking his early retirement, um, you know, seeing his house and seeing that it's party central the whole time. It's, it's the kind of person, the kind of life that we'd all go, oh, what a guy. Doesn't he have life together? What a guy. That's the verdict that we'd have. But it's not the verdict that God has. The man forgot that one day he would die, and one day he'd have to answer to God. The God who gave him his crops in the first place. The God who's good and loving and generous. The God who made us to be like him. That's why greed's so ugly, isn't it? It's because it's so unlike God, who we're designed to be like. And so the verdict is to this man, you fool. You fool. What good are these things that you've treasured up for yourself? You fool. That's why Jesus tells us to watch out for all types of greed. So we've seen that this man, he's stored up riches for himself. And even though we might think, what a guy, the verdict from God was, you fool. But what's behind that? What do we need to watch out for? Well, it's Bible binoculars time again. Have a look down. I want you to count how many me, my's, and I's there are in what the man says to himself in verses 17 to 19. So verses 17 to 19, have a look, have a chat to your neighbor. How many times do you see the words me, my, and I? Oh, it's very quiet. Serious maths going on. Oh, okay. Uh, hands up if you spotted at least five. Okay, at least six. At least seven. At least eight. At least nine. At least ten. I'm glad John's still in. He's an accountant. Um, <laughs> Any more than 10? 11. I made it 11 as well. Well done, those who found 11. That's remarkable, isn't it? In the space of two verses, two verses, or three verses, three verses, um, there are 11 me's, my's, and I's. That's interesting, isn't it? That's the heart behind greed. That's what we're to watch out for. And we might think that you and I, we're not like that. But actually, it's true of all of us. 
And do you know how it starts? It starts with this. It starts with a little finger. When you're a baby, you suddenly realize, oh, what's this thing on the end of my hand? It's a little finger. I can move it. It's mine. I can control it. I can do whatever I want with it. And eventually that grows and we can move our legs and all sorts of other things. And eventually we get older and it changes again. And, you know, if you're offered the chance of more sweets, do you say, oh, yes, I'll have one more or I'll have 10 more? When it comes time to collect in balls, do I just get one? Or do I gather up as many as I can and, uh, you know, be the best ball gatherer? When it comes time to replace my phone, do I upgrade or do I downgrade? Of course we upgrade, don't we? When I get my bonus at work, I take that second holiday, don't I? I get that swankier car to sit on my driveway and impress the neighbors. Because I want people to think I'm great. I want people to know that I'm chasing the trends that all the stuff I've got makes me awesome. Bible binoculars time again. Have a look down at verse 21. In the parable, who does Jesus say the man is rich towards? Bit of lateral thinking this time. Have a look at verse 21. Who is the man rich towards in the parable? Who's found it? Yes, who's the man rich towards? Himself. It's obvious, isn't it? All those me's and I's and my's, they come to the forefront, don't they? He's rich towards himself. He's not rich towards God, the God who's given him everything, the God who's made him. He's laid up treasure for himself in these bigger and bigger barns, hasn't he? What would it have looked like, or what could it have looked like, for that man to be rich towards God instead? I don't think that it means that he'd have had nothing, but he could have given away what he had to the poor, couldn't he? It might have meant that he did still have it, but he gave the rest of his life towards God. But the the guy in our story, he didn't do that, did he? He just put up his feet. He said, I'm going to eat, drink, and be merry. He's rich towards himself. He's not rich towards God's. So do you see, my stuff can show me who I'm being rich towards. Because Jesus, through this parable and through all his teaching that we see, um, he's teaching us that life is different in his kingdom versus what the rest of the world would say. Life in his kingdom means being rich towards God. In other words, following him with your whole heart. Now, how do, we, how do we put this into practice? Where do we go from here? Um, I think that we need to watch out for all kinds of greed. That's where Jesus started, wasn't it? That's the instruction here. Watch out. So I've got two ways that we can do that this morning. Grown-ups, on your way in, hopefully you've got one of these little bits of paper. Um, it's got the days of the week on, starting from today. I want you to hang on to this this week. If you didn't get one, don't worry. It's it's literally just seven boxes. And I want you to jot down everything you spend money on in the next week. 
Um, I've done small boxes. You might be richer than me, so you might need extensions. There's a backside as well. Um, I want you to jot down everything in this little ledger, this little sheet. Don't change how you spend. Just jot it down. And at the end of this week, pray. Ask Holy Spirit, show me through how I spend my money who I'm rich towards. Help me to watch out for all kinds of greed. So grown-ups, that's for you. Those of us not grown-ups, those of us who don't go out spending money all day, every day. Um, does anyone know how many days it is until Christmas? Does anyone know? It was 100 a few days back. Does anyone know how many it is now? 91, I think it is, isn't it? I think. I googled it this morning. I couldn't be bothered to work it out. It's not long, is it? It's coming up thick and fast. As you're going through Amazon, putting together your wish list, or you probably don't have an Argos catalogue these days, do you? But as you're thinking about what you want for Christmas, just remember, watch out. Watch out for all sorts of greed. We know it's coming. Watch out. We're going to spend some time now praying and confessing to God, telling him that we don't live wholeheartedly for him. So some words are going to come up on the screen, and we're going to pray them together. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, you are to be honored because you are God's and you are great. You are perfect and show your love to us in many different ways. But we have not honored your name. We have sinned and done wrong. We have rebelled and we are sorry. Please forgive us for we all have done wrong. And help us to live as your friends through Jesus Christ. Amen. I love that in John chapter 20, Jesus appears to his disciples, people who've turned their back on him. And what does he say? He says, peace be with you. Lord Jesus, thank you that you are a God who comes to people who don't live for you and says, peace be with you. Thank you that you forgive us. Amen.